He made from one the whole human race to inhabit the entire earth. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. These are the words that scripture tells us. Scripture tells us that God, the one God, made the whole human race. And he made us in his image. He made us to seek him. So whether you know it or not, we seek the one God. We seek a higher authority. We seek oneness with that higher authority. We seek that purpose. We seek that meaning, which is why if we pay attention to the world in its entirety, if you paid attention to those who were raised in the Judeo-Christian system, we recognize the yearning for God, the crying out for God, the seeking of God in all of us. So let's talk about that this morning as we get ready to make our way into the world and seek God ourselves. So good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. That's the Christian American revitalization effort where we collectively, with your help, try to revitalize Christianity in this country. We try to revitalize those of the Christian faith. We can only do that with you and your participation. We don't ask for donations. We ask for participation. And you can participate in the Christian American revitalization effort by sharing this content, by liking these videos, by engaging in the stories and the news articles and the, uh, the scripture verses and the video content that we push out. You can also contribute to the Christian American community by going to christianamericantees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. That's Christian American Tees, all one word, christianamericantees.com. And that is how you participate in the revitalization of the Christian faith in our country, because I would tell you that it's necessary. We'll talk today, we are talking today about why it is necessary that we seek Christ. And we, we kind of know that in, in, inherently as the Christian faith, we know that it's necessary to seek Christ. We know that it's necessary to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness because Christ says so in Matthew 6. He says specifically to seek the kingdom first. Jesus talks about giving God the first fruits, not the leftovers, not the also rans, not whatever, uh, whenever I'm not busy. No, he's, he requires us to give the first fruits. He requires us to seek his kingdom and his righteousness first. He says, if you do that first, the rest will be given to you as well. The rest being whatever it is that your heart desires, right? That it's good and it's just, not the temptations of this world. And it's in that light that we want to talk to you today about just the secular world. It's kind of frustrating. I know it can be frustrating. It's frustrating for me. It's frustrating to the people that I've talked to. It's frustrating sometimes for the Christian American community. It's frustrating for uh, the, the Christian faithful, right? We recognize God. We recognize his existence each and every day. We recognize uh, his spark of divinity in each one of us. We, we recognize uh, through obedience in the commandments to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength through uh, loving one another as we love ourselves. The greatest commandments that Jesus talks to us about 
we recognize the spark of divinity in life itself from the very inception until the very end and then uh, everlasting life and the hope thereof. We recognize God in all facets of this world, the, you know, just the, the sheer complexity of life and the way it, it's formed and the way that we interact with one another, how we're built instinctively to, to seek our mate. Why? Because in Genesis 2, God predestines us. He says that a man shall leave his parents and be with his wife and that the two become one flesh and that we seek that partner. We seek that spouse to be one. We seek that under God. We, and God binds us through marriage. It's these basic tenets of our lives. It's these basic tenets of what we would know as society, but it always hasn't been this way. It hasn't always been this way that we treat each other as equals. It, has, it always hasn't been this way that marriage is recognized as a biblical institution. And there's so many, uh, there are so many cases, there's so many examples of today where people just don't believe that. But it's true. It's true that God has created us. We are his creation. And he has created us to seek him. He has created us uh, to, to long for him in communion. He, he's created us to love one another within our community. It's funny how we see and we hear so many within the secular world, the atheistic world, the agnostic world, come out and claim these things under the guise of science, whether it be an actual you know, law of physics or whether it be a social science like psych, uh, sociology or psychology. There's so many times where the secular world will come out and validate what scripture has already told us. We have created or we are created in the image of God. So the secular world today will talk about equality and being treated as equals as one another. Scripture says that in the very first chapter that God created each man, that he created us in his image. And if he created us in his image, if we are all created by the master, then we are all equals regardless of where our parents grew up, regardless of the skin tone, regardless of our hair color or our eye color or our height or our weight, doesn't really matter. We all have intrinsic value and that value is derived from the spark of divinity that is within each of us. That is the concept of equality. The secular world will now tell you that we should treat each other as equals. Scripture taught you that 3,500 years ago. We just talked about marriage and the yearning for men and women to be together, to seek that, quote, soulmate, that, that partner that you can grow old with, that you can have children with. Why is that so inherent in us? Sociologists say that we are social creatures and that we need 
that partnership. We need a communion. We need a society in order to interact, even from a child, from the very uh, beginning stages of being an infant. We need a mother or a father to care for us, to hold us, to hug us, to embrace us as theirs, as part of the family, as part of the community. And when we have these things, we are better for it. We develop faster, we develop smarter, we develop with more, with more uh, caring in us for other people. And the kids that don't receive that, they, they go down a darker path. Scripture has already told us that 3,500 years ago in the second chapter of Genesis, the bonds of marriage. So many times in today's secular world, the, uh, the secular communities and the leaders within them, the atheists and the agnostics, continue to portray us as a community, as a people, with certain traits that they call memes or phenotypes or extended phenotypes. It's basically the pattern in which we act on, right? Human beings act in patterns. There's similar patterns throughout history. And now scientists have picked up on these patterns and they have words for them. Of course we have patterns. We have patterns because we were all created by the same person. We were created for the same reason, which is why we seek a higher source of power. We seek something greater than ourselves. This world is surrounded. It's filled with people in search of God. In the 17th chapter of Acts, Paul addresses this as he makes his way into Europe. He, uh, he goes to Athens and he's speaking at the, at the Areopagus and he's speaking to this council. And he says specifically that you are a spiritual people you are a religious people. You are so religious that you even have a statue to the unknown God. There's an inscription, he says, to the unknown God. This God that you yearn for, this God that you, he uses the word grope, meaning as if, he, if they were blinded and can't see and they're reaching out for this God that they don't know exists, but they feel exists, that they're in search for. That is us in 2020, that's us today. There are so many people who call themselves spiritual and they're seeking God in their own way. They're seeking the higher power and they do it through their job and they fall short. They do it through their bank account and they fall short, they do it through their stuff, through their cars and their clothes and their big, nice houses, and they fall short. They do it through yoga and they fall short. They do it through meditation and they fall short. They do it through chanting and they fall short. They do it in a variety of different ways, all not realizing what they're truly yearning for. God Almighty, the one true God, the one 
who cannot be replaced, the one uh, in which you will always be left empty unless you find him, unless you seek him, unless you commune with him in oneness so that you understand your lot in life. And it's not to accumulate things. You're not, you're not going to find your purpose and your meaning in your job or your, uh, or your stuff, your material items, the pats on the back from the employer, from the boss. You're not going to get that satisfaction from any amount of degrees on your wall or job titles that you've attained. This world, ladies and gentlemen, you may fall into this category. This world and so many in it are seeking that higher authority. They're seeking that higher purpose. They're seeking that higher meaning. My friends, they are seeking God. And with all the calamity that's taking place, with all the divisions that are taking place, with all the hatred and the problems within our society, and they are many, one aspect of positivity that I can continuously come back to, that I can continuously rationalize as I look upon it, is that there are so many people searching for that higher purpose, searching for that greater good. They just haven't found it yet because they're not looking in the place that he lies, which is in the human heart. It's the, the one area that so many are reluctant to turn in to turn inward at themselves, to truly humble themselves and seek the goodness of the Lord. So they seek it in all these areas. They seek it in all these temptations. They seek it in all these trappings of the world. They seek it in politics. They seek it in sporting events. They seek it, you know, they, they we're constantly looking for a tribe to attach ourselves to. My friends, that tribe is a family with God as our father. And you are a brother and a sister in Christ. That is the one true good tribe, the one true family, the one true race, the one true people that exist. When we recognize that there is one God and him alone that we seek within us. That is how we move forward to a community, to building a community of love and charity and kindness, a community that puts selflessness as a priority over selfishness, a community that seeks Christ and the unity that he provides rather than the hatred and the visions of the world. The kingdoms of the world will pass by, but the kingdom of heaven reigns supreme forever. So let's seek that. Let's seek him and his righteousness first so that we can have a community here on earth dedicated to achieving everlasting life. And so think about that today as you go out and make your way into this world. Think about that as you 
talk to your friends and your family. Think about that as you talk to your coworkers. You know, do not shy away from the love of Christ. Do not shy away from the goodness of God. We should be preaching it to the mountaintops. We should be shouting at the top of our lungs about the greatness that is God Almighty and the wonderful aspect, the wonderful, how wonderful it is that we are a part of his family, that we are one of his children and that we trust our, our, our lives and our sacred honor and the lives of our children and our families to God. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, again, we ask that if you get value out of these podcasts, if you get value out of our content, we ask that you share it. Share it with your family, share it with your friends, share it with your uh, Facebook groups and your uh, and whoever else that you're familiar with. We're on all the social media platforms. That's uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our, our YouTube channel, the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. That's how we, uh, we gain followers. That, that's how we share the word of God. This world is full of ugliness. What we can do as Christians, what we are commanded to do is to make believers of all nations, to spread the good message of the gospel. And we don't do that by asking for a bunch of money and asking for donations. We just want you to share it with your family and your friends. Build a community that's built on something greater than yourself, that's greater than us. It's built on Christ, and that's the purpose of the Christian American revitalization effort. That's the purpose of the Christian American community. That's the purpose of the Christian American t-shirt company. That's the, uh, that's the purpose of the Christian American community. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we wish and pray that you guys have a blessed, uh, a blessed week, and your family is blessed, and your friends are blessed. Um, and we will see you again back on Friday. So again, this, this podcast is on uh, Mondays and Fridays at 08 Eastern time. So, uh, and it'll it'll run, uh, repeat itself a couple times throughout the day. We encourage you to share with your friends uh, if you get value out of this message. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.